Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. My name is Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Yes, he is. God is good all the time. You have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. Thankful Thursday. Good. <laughs> Pardon? It's Rochelle. Oh, good morning, Rochelle. How are you today? I'm blessed. How are you? I'm blessed as well. Thank you. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, this is Janet. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Janet. Happy Thursday to you as well. It's going to be a beautiful day that God has allowed us to see. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning, Susie. Good morning, family. This is Prosperous Pam. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. Has anyone else joined the call or would like to say good morning? Hey, good morning, guys. It's Apostle Pierre. Good morning, Apostle Pierre. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning, Miss Leomia. Good morning, Leomia. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Just those old allergies creeping up on me, but outside of that, I'm feeling wonderful. Oh, I think I'm bothering everyone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good I morning, hear? Susie. Here's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. Happy Thursday, everyone. Love you guys. Love you right back, and happy Thursday to you, too. Good morning. Happy Thursday, Sister Tracy. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Thursday as well.
Anyone else join the call would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning on this beautiful Thursday? Anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Sorry. Good morning. This is Pat. Good morning, Pat. Yeah, I am so happy to be up this morning, I tell you, just to get a praise in and get some blessings in. Amen to that. Amen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyone else join the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, as Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Anyone else like to say good morning? Okay, well, it is time to get started. But we, before we move forward, we ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. And hello again. My name is Susie, and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in July for the monthly theme entitled, Is, with, is Wisdom. Our wonderful and gifted declarers will definitely bless you. We do have two announcements this morning. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Woman's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled, Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature by Peter Sazerell. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m., Pacific time right here by dialing the same number tonight. You will be blessed. Next, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. We thank you in advance for your gift. Please visit declarevictory.org or paypal.me forward slash 
declare victory or cash out dollar sign, I declare victory. I will repeat that. Excuse me. We thank you for in your advance your gift, so please visit declarevictory.org or paypal.me forward slash declare victory or cash app dollar sign. I declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There were no prayer requests on the app, nor any spoken prayer requests. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Dion, and the declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the, by the declare Apostle Pierre. And I'll repeat that. Prayer and corporate praise will be done, brought by Dion. The declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare Apostle Pierre. The scripture for today is from Colossians 2, 2-3. My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Dion. Everyone have a wonderful and blessed day. God bless you. I now pass the call. Good morning, God morning, great morning. Praise the Lord, everybody, hallelujah. God, we magnify you this morning and we thank you for yet another opportunity to give your name glory and honor. Hallelujah, we thank you, Lord, that you are majesty. We thank you that you are Abba. We thank you that you are Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end. We thank you that you are the author and the finisher of our faith. We thank you, Lord, that you are a keeper, that you are uh, above and not beneath only, God, that everything about you is matchless, that you are our strength, our shield, our buckler this morning. Hallelujah. God, we call you sovereign this morning. We say, God, that had it not been for you on our side, we'd not only be lost, Lord God, but that we'd be tossed and driven like a ship without a sail. God, we thank you that you've always kept your promise of never leaving us alone. We thank you, Lord, that you've given us another opportunity to get this thing called life right, God. And we pray this morning that we would find favor in your sight, Lord God. Anything we've said or we've done, we ask that you would pardon us, God, that you would forgive us of all of our sins, Lord God, and that you would heal us from the inside out. I ask, oh God, this morning that you would begin to uh, just move 
individually, independently for each and every person under the sound of my voice, God. We thank you that you are changing things and rotating things and shifting things to accommodate what your will is, what your desire for our lives is. God, we thank you that no matter what's going on in the atmosphere, what whatever's going on in the culture, the climate, God, that you've already written things in the heavens. We thank you this morning, God, for uh, eternity. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that from the foundations of the earth, from the set foundation, you already have an agenda, an objective, and a plan for each and every individual life. God, we pray this morning that our lives begin to line up with the truth of your word for us. We pray this morning, God, for those that are lost and broken. God, those that have forgotten that you are the sovereign God, the only true and living God. And so this morning, God, we pray even for sons of strangers, God, and we declare that because you care, God, we will. We will continue to place before you those that have not yet seen the salvation of the Lord. We pray, oh God, for those that have not confessed you as Lord and Savior. We pray for our lost loved ones, Lord. We pray for our lost family members and friends, those who are um, consumed with life and the cares of it. God, I lift up Bernice and Gerald Bickham to you this morning. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are a redirecting God. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are a re establishing God. I pray for their hearts, Lord God. I pray for their children and their grandchildren in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for those that were once in the faith and have fallen from the wayside. I know what your word declares, that uh, there would be a great falling away, God. I pray even for those that are uh, tossed and driven, God, for those that are teetering, God, for those that are uncertain, for those that are unclear. I thank you that you're clarifying God this morning. Hallelujah. I thank you that you already uh, know the plans and the thoughts that you have for us. And so, God, I ask that you would just begin to send your word. God, that you begin to send a refreshing, that you begin to send a revival, that you begin to send a renewing, God, uh, for some of us that have lost our faith in the struggle, Lord God, uh, being consumed with the cares of this world. God, I thank you that because you cannot fail and you cannot lie, that anything is possible. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for uh, all that you have. lost you. Can we cannot hear you. My call dropped. I'm sorry. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you continue to do. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you give divine instruction, God, that because you are a sovereign God, that you would never leave us lost and confused. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for the steps of a righteous man are ordered of and by you. I thank you that we can trust you, Lord God, because you're constant. I thank you that we can trust you because you're faithful. I thank you, Lord Jesus, we can trust you because you have been 
consistent. Thank you for your unfailing love. Thank you for your undying love. Thank you for your never-ending love this morning, Jesus. We thank you that you loved us enough not only to die, but more importantly, to get up, Lord Jesus. I thank you this morning that you are a Jehovah Rapha God, that you're a healing God for those that are sick and afflicted, Lord, for those that are even struggling with cases of COVID, Lord, of those that are struggling with symptoms of COVID. I thank you that because of your blood, because of your stripes, we can declare that we are healed and confess it. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the hedge of protection around us as we travel to take care of our essential needs. God begin to cover us and keep us and keep us mindful and responsible. God, I pray, Lord, for those that <clears throat> are struggling even with the idea of what's going on in the atmosphere in their mental health. For those that are struggling with being isolated and separated, God, we thank you that you are the great comforter. And I ask, oh God, that you would begin to comfort on the next level. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that this set-apart time, that this time that you have predestined from the foundations of the earth, God, that we are doing the emotional work, the mental work, the spiritual work to align ourselves with what is written in the heavens of us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you even give us access to our scrolls in this season, that we begin to see what is written of us and begin to operate in kingdom authority with kingdom objectives and kingdom agendas. God, I pray for marriages. God, I pray for those that are realizing that perhaps they didn't know who they were. Perhaps they didn't know who their spouse was. I pray, oh God, that you would begin to give clarity and understanding, but more importantly, God, that you would strengthen their faith. God, I pray for those that uh, may not have uh, uh, <clears throat> known who you are in the process, God, but that you are drawing close to them as they draw nigh to you. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that somebody's seat is waking up in the middle of the crisis, that somebody's hunger and thirst for righteousness is being shaken in the middle of the crisis. I thank you, God, that just uh, church antics is not enough, but relationship with you is our longing. God, I pray that you would give us a desire to seek you even the more. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that somebody's been redirected in their employment. God, somebody's been uh, redirected in birthing something that's down on the inside because of the separation, because of the transition, because of the change. God, you are making us again another. God, a vessel on the potter's will. I thank you that in this season we are pliable. I bless you, oh God, that in this season we are affable and that you have the power to shape us all over again. God, make us available. Hallelujah. God, this morning we present our hearts and our thought process. God, that you would begin to shape us again. God, that you would shape us afresh, that you would remind us of what you said like you did Jonah. Our God, we pray this morning for the word of the Lord to be fresh in our hearts. God, for the word of the Lord to be fresh in our hearts, God, for your desire for us to be fresh in our hearts, God, that we will run this race with patience. God, teach us all over again. Teach us how to pray. Teach us how to trust. 
Teach us how to love. Teach us how to honor. Teach us how to worship. Teach us how to obey. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you this morning uh, that you're doing a new thing in this season. We thank you this morning uh, for fresh oil. God, we bless you this morning. God, that you have greater works for us to do. Thank you for the season of preparation. Thank you for the season of adjustment and alignment and the reset, God. We thank you that because you've already written of us, God, that we have to answer to what you've spoken. God, give us a mind to follow your leading in every single area of our lives. God, in our mindset, God. God, in our day-to-day structure. God, give us divine appointments, assignments. God, to be able to speak life and truth to power in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that even our kingdom authority is being shaken. Even our kingdom agendas are being rehashed, God. We thank you this morning uh, that our steps are beginning to align uh, with what you've seen and said in heaven. We thank you this morning that we're joint heirs with you. We bless you this morning, God, that you're preparing us to seat us in heavenly places, God. We thank you that you have set us above among great men, God. We thank you this morning that even this season, this era, this situation, God, is bringing you glory. Hallelujah. God, we do bless your name. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for my children, God. I bless you, oh God, that you are uh, keeping them by your great and mighty hand. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that even my grandchildren that are not yet here, God, will walk in inheritance and authority. I thank you, God, that we've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed bed bread. I ask, oh God, that you would continue Continue to be our great vision. Hallelujah. That you would continue to bind us up in love in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that you would continue to make us who you called us, God. God, that you would begin to uh, move us further into the refiner's fire. God, anything that's not like you, burn it out in the name of Jesus. Every impurity, God. Every empty place, God. Every dark place, God. We thank you this morning that the entrance of your word gives light, oh God, and adds understanding. And we ask, oh God, that every place that we lack understanding, every place that we lack wisdom, God, that you would begin to illuminate the dark places, begin to move down in those broken areas, God, and make us aware of your greatness. Make us aware, God, of your majesty in the name of Jesus. God, we love you this morning. And as we take our phones off mute, we celebrate you. We call you a matchless yes, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We call you an unfailing God. Father God. We call you an unfailing God. Lord, to your name. Lord, to your name. Father God. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your Thank you for Thank you for 
Lord God, God. 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 as the word thank you, Lord God, for your mercy, unconditional love that there is no color in you, to your name, God, we bless you, Lord. We magnify you, Lord, because you deserve all the praise. You deserve all the praise. And we thank you, Lord, because you are you provide us we thank you this morning. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the sand, we bless your love. We ask, oh God, that you would continue to teach us your way, God. Continue to make us everything you called us to be, Jesus. We give you glory this morning. We give you honor this morning. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you've already prepared even this day for us. God, you're so faithful. You're so constant. You're so kind, and we do bless your name this morning. God, and we'll be so careful each day to give you the glory, the honor, and all of the praise. It's in the matchless name of Jesus. We ask it all. Amen. And God, we bless you as I pass it to Apostle Pierre, and each of us begin to mute our lines. Amen. Amen and amen. Good morning, family. I'm so glad to be back with you guys on this Good God Thursday. Um, It has been a great week here in Atlanta, and I'm so glad just to get a chance to share on the line. It seems like every time I'm scheduled to share, God does something that um, just really puts me in position for what he wants to share with you guys. Um, Once again, I was watching my favorite movie, The Shack. Um, And it seems like every time I watch that movie, as I spoke before, God just illuminates more and more things. And so today, um, he just gave me some little points just to give. And so that he wants us to really just focus on as we close out the series on wisdom. And so for the topic today, I want to uh, use wisdom from wisdom uh, because we know that God is wisdom. And so I want to use the topic wisdom from wisdom. And we're going to look at Proverbs 3. And we're going to go to a few scriptures. Uh, you could just write them down as I go. 
and I may read some of them, but uh, Proverbs 3, verses 13 through 18 is going to be our focal scripture. It says, blessed is the one, blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who obtains understanding. The profit gained from wisdom is greater than the profit gained from silver. Its yield is better than fine gold. Wisdom is more precious than jewels, and all your desires cannot equal it. Long life is in wisdom's right hand, and wisdom's left hand are riches and honor. Wisdom always are pleasant ways, and its path leads to peace. Wisdom is the tree of life for those who take a firm hold of it. Those who cling to it are blessed. By the wisdom of the Lord lay the foundations of the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, I went to verse 20. By his knowledge, the deep waters were divided and the skies dropped dew. Um, and so when we look at this, we see the awesomeness of God's mind. And because we're created in his image, we have that same ability to tap into the creativity of God, not only the creativity of God, but the wealth, the riches, the peace, the, the prosperity, and also just the wisdom of God of how to handle things day by day. And so I believe that this verse, it really just displays how much God thought of us for him to take out time and to really dive deep and really just share himself with us. A lot of people say, um, that on the seventh day, when, when we look at creation, that on the seventh day, God rested from all of his labor. I believe that this is the time where God really just took himself and he began to breathe into us and he began to teach us his concepts and, and all of those things. Because it says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 27, it says, and then God breathed rest. Into, into man and man became a living soul. And so after he formed man, he still had to do something. So how did Adam wake up knowing that a giraffe was a giraffe or knowing that an elephant was an elephant? I believe that this is when God took out time and he poured into Adam wisdom. He poured into Adam understanding. He poured into Adam creativity. And I believe that God is positioning us now so we can operate in that same thing. And so I just have some wisdom nuggets. And it's about six of them that, um, it's about eight of them, I'm sorry, that I want to just share with you guys. And so the very first thing that I want to do just for clarity's sake is I want to define what wisdom is. I want to give you uh, a definition of wisdom. I believe that anytime we are going to explore things in God, that there needs to be an uh, examination of it, but there also needs to be a definition of it. And so what the Holy Spirit gave me as the definition for wisdom is this. Wisdom is the capacity to see things from God's perspective and respond accordingly. Wisdom is the capacity to see things from God's perspective and respond accordingly. And so most of the time, uh, we know that there was a movement that was going on around the 90s, early 2000s. And it was WWJD, what would Jesus do? And so this was a movement that was meant to help us think about our actions before we did it. What would Jesus do in this situation? How would Jesus respond in this situation? And so wisdom teaches us that it is the capacity to see things from God's perspective. When I begin to look at things from God's perspective, I don't have time to live low. 
because I'm seeing things from a high place. And so when we look at God's perspective, God always sees the finished product. He always sees the outcome. He's alpha and omega. He's the beginning and the ending. He knows the ending of a thing before it's beginning. And so if I am going to become a person of wisdom, the very first thing I have to learn to do is think through processes. I have to think about the process of how I'm going to respond, how my response is going to affect not only me, but how my response is going to affect others, how my response is going to affect the world around me. And so a lot of the times what I begin to notice, even in my own personal walk, is there were times that I would respond just because, uh, as most of y'all know, my middle name is Dion, just because that's how Dion wanted to respond. Apostle Pierre had nothing to do with it because Apostle Pierre is saved. Apostle Pierre is sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. But I tell people there's a person that, that used to live on the inside of me named Dion who would check your chin quick. And so there was a lot of times in my life where Dion would come and he would respond. And so the more I begin to yield my mind and my life to Christ and begin to understand that my world was shaped and framed by my actions, and not only by my actions, but by my words, it caused me to look at my life from God's perspective, because I am a prophetic voice in the earth. So when I begin to speak stuff like, oh, she made me sick, she began to get sick. Why? Because I did not use wisdom and I released word curses. Or when I got into fights, it was, oh, wow, but you're supposed to be a Christian. Yeah, what would Jesus do? Look at how Jesus walked. And so sometimes wisdom teaches us that we have to, number one, and here's the very first thing that wisdom teaches us. It teaches us to rely on God. Wisdom teaches us to rely on God. It teaches us to abandon everything that we want to do and rely on what God says. Rely on his will. Wisdom teaches us to rely on God. In the movie The Shack, when the man lost his daughter, he did not know how he was going to make it through that situation. And the only thing that he had to depend on was his love for her and what God was showing him. He was at the shack with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and he had to learn from each of them. And most of the time, it was difficult because what God will do is God will show you your situation, and he will show you how he desires to take you through it, but he will also allow you to see how you desire to bring yourself through it. And he gives you the choice. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Most of the time, when we find ourselves in trouble, and if you think back on the list of troubles that you have had, most of the time it's because we lean to our own understanding. Most of the time, we did not rely on God. Most of the time, we relied on what we wanted in that instant. We relied on what we felt. We rely on our emotions. And so the very first thing that wisdom teaches us is to rely on God. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 1, verse number 7. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Stubborn fools despise wisdom and discipline. And so the Bible says here that if you are stubborn and you, and you despise wisdom and discipline, then you're a fool. The beginning of the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. 
And so if, if I am afraid of disappointing God or if I'm afraid of bringing reproach on God's name, that's when I begin to start operating in wisdom because I have a fear of bringing shame to the Lord's name. So that leads me to point number two. Wisdom teaches me to think before I act. Wisdom teaches me to think before I act. There are so many things in my life that I would have wished that I would have thought before I reacted. There are so many times that I wish I would have said, hey, listen, uh, Dion, sit this one out. Apostle Pierre, get the mind of Christ. Go into prayer. How many times do we make decisions based off of our emotions and we do not take it to God in prayer? We do not bring it before the Lord and ask for his wisdom on it. The third thing that I want to point out about wisdom is this. Use failure as your teacher. That helps you gain wisdom. When you fail, it helps you gain wisdom. Why? Why does it help you gain wisdom? It helps you gain wisdom because we do not learn from the things that we get right. We learn from the stuff that we get wrong. The highest point that you We lost you, Apostle. I'm texting in one second. One second, I'll text him. Okay, I believe I'm back. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah, you're back. All right. right. And so we have to learn how to use failure as our teacher. The highest points of your ministry and of your life and your walk with God will never be the things that you get right. You learn from the stuff that you get wrong. It's the stuff that we get wrong that teaches us to operate in wisdom. Think about it. When um, When we date certain people, and that relationship ends up jacked up. We know what to look for next time. <laughs> we know the signs to look for. When we try that recipe and, and we put too much salt, we know what to look for because we learn from the things that we get wrong. And so there are five things that wisdom brings. And, and this is not really a long lesson on today, but there are five things that, let, that wisdom brings. The first thing that wisdom brings is clear guidance from God. Wisdom brings clear guidance from God. And that's point number four. So the first point was wisdom teaches us to rely on God. The second thing that wisdom teaches us is to is to think before we act. Okay, I got you. Good morning. 
The third no, thing is wisdom. Help is that, okay, whoever that is, can you please mute your phone for me? The third thing that wisdom does is, is wisdom teaches us to use our failures as our teacher. So those are the three things that wisdom teaches us. Let's deal with the five things that wisdom brings. Number one, wisdom brings guidance from God. And so when you look at Proverbs 3, 21 through 26, it says this, my sons, do not lose sight of these things. Use priceless wisdom and foresight. Then they will mean life for you and they will grace, they will grace your net and you will go safely on your way and you will not turn or hurt your foot. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. As you lie there, your sleep will be sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror or the destruction of the wicked people when it comes. The Lord will be your confidence, and he will keep your foot from getting caught. And so wisdom teaches us, and it gives us clear guidance from God. When we are wise and when we seek wisdom, God begins to teach us his ways, his path. So now if I'm walking and I'm following Christ, I can't mess up. Because I'm walking in his way. I'm walking in his footprint. It's just like that poem, Footprints in the Sand, where when we, there are times where we're walking with God, but then there's sometimes where God literally picks us up and he makes the way clear for us and he gives us guidance and he carries us through that. And so wisdom brings clear guidance from God. The second thing is wisdom brings God's protection. Wisdom brings God's protection. And it brings God's protection in three areas. The first area, so this is going to be wisdom brings God's protection, A. He brings his protection from evil. Wisdom brings God's protection from evil. And that's Proverbs 14, verse number 16. And it says, a wise person is cautious and turns away from evil, but a fool is careless and overconfident. There are some people who go off of their own head knowledge and they believe that they got it. And they become overconfident and they become careless. And then they find themselves in evil places because they did not take God with them. They did not seek the wisdom of the Lord. They get into business deals with people that are shysters because they did not seek the wisdom of the Lord. The second thing that, God, that wisdom brings God's protection from is people who entice us to do evil. That's Proverbs 24, verse 1 and 2. Proverbs 24, verse 1 and 2. It says, do not envy evil people or wish you were with them because their mind plots violence and their lips talks trouble. With wisdom, a house is built. With understanding, it, it is established. With wisdom is a house built. With understanding, is it established? And so when you begin to operate in wisdom, it keeps you safe from people who want to do you evil. It keeps you from choosing friends that operate foolish. It, it keeps you from jumping into relationships that can pull you away from the wisdom of God and have you all uh, manipulated and bewitched. The third thing that wisdom, um, that, 
the God's wisdom gives us God's protection. It brings us God's protection, but it brings us God's protection from our misleading emotion. Proverbs 28, verse number 26. Let's see what it says about our emotions. Whoever trusts his own heart is a fool. Whoever walks in wisdom will survive. There are some times when we allow our emotions to take over us, and when we do that, we find ourselves jacked up. However, once again, if wisdom is the capacity to see things from God's perspective and respond accordingly, if I'm seeing it from God's perspective, if God is not tripping out over it, why am I going to freak out over it? There's some things that I have to learn to rest in the Lord in. There's some things that I cannot worry. Worry's not of God. And so what wisdom teaches me is, hey, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change. And so what happens is now instead of me getting all bent out of shape about it, I learn to have a communication or I learn to have a conversation with the God of wisdom who when I said, hey, God, this is really bothering me, what, what do you say about it? And I said, oh, don't trip about that because this is how you handle that. Eat this. Do this. And when you go back to the doctor, everything's fine. Wisdom. Wisdom teaches us to look at it from God's perspective and not to lean to our emotions. Wisdom also teaches us that it brings us a good self-image. Wisdom brings a good self-image. So we have wisdom brings clear guidance from God. Wisdom brings God's protection from evil people, from people who entice us to do evil and from misleading emotions. The next one is wisdom brings us a good self-image. Let's look at Proverbs 8, 32 through 35. Proverbs 8, 32 through 35. And here's what it says. It says, now, sons, listen to me. Blessed are those who follow my ways. Listen to discipline and become wise. Do not leave my ways. Blessed is the person who listens to me. Watches at my door day after day and waits by my doorpost. Whoever finds me finds life. Whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. Whoever sins against me harms himself. All those who hate me love death. And so it gives us a good self-image. It teaches us, hey, listen, if I listen to the Lord, I'm going to look just like him. And I'm going to find life. I'm going to live. But if I don't, then I'm going to die. And I'm going to remain in this place where I'm going to be like the walking dead because I'm going to make decisions that do nothing but kill my spirit. The next thing that wisdom brings is it brings the whole person into prosperity. Wisdom brings the whole person into prosperity. It brings the whole person in prosperity. Let's look at 3 John 1, verse number 3. It says this, I was happy. I was happy when some believers came and told us that you are living according to the truth 
And so it brings prosperity. Hold on one second. I think that was the wrong one. Oh, no, that's it. That's it. Third John, one and three. I was happy when some believers came and told us that you are living according to truth. Nothing makes me happier than hear that my children are living according to truth. The truth is this. When I believe in the word of God and I begin to position myself in his word, then that's what brings prosperity into my life because I am following what Jesus did. I'm following the voice of the Lord. I'm following the wisdom of God. And so when I'm following these ways, the final thing that wisdom will bring me is good health and long life. Wisdom will bring me good health and long life. And this is the last scripture and point that I want to bring to you today. Let's look at Proverbs 3, verse 7 and 8. Wisdom brings good health and long life. It says, do not consider yourself wise. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then your body will be healed and your bones will have nourishment. Verse number nine, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first and best part of your income. Then your barns will be full and your vats will overflow with fresh wine. Listen, there is a health and a longevity and a prosperity that comes when we begin to operate in wisdom. And operating in wisdom, once again, is having the capacity to see, to see things from God's perspective and to respond accordingly. When, when I begin to see things from God's perspective, not only concerning my life, not only concerning who I date, but when I begin to see things from God's perspective concerning my health, concerning my finances, concerning what I put in my body, concerning my business endeavors, that's when I operate in good health and long life. The word of God says that with long life will he satisfy us. He's not going to satisfy us if we're not operating in wisdom. And so going back to the shack, there's always a method to my madness. See how I brought that back around? Uh, going back to the shack, what happened was when he finally understood that God was not out to get him, when he finally understood that um, God didn't take his daughter, when he finally understood that all of these things were, were really meant to get his attention, and he finally had that conversation with wisdom, what happened? At the end of the movie, he found himself not only walking on water with Jesus again, he found himself forgiving the person that killed his daughter, he found himself then back in church living life for God, which is the ultimate goal. Wisdom wants to teach us to walk with him. Wisdom wants to teach us to live like him, and wisdom wants to teach us to live with him. Wisdom wants to teach us to walk like him. Wisdom wants to teach us to live like him and with him. And live, wisdom wants to teach us to live for him. Out of all of those things that this man went through in the shack, from losing his daughter to his other children shutting down, the end result, was after he had a conversation with wisdom, after he had a conversation with God. Everything about his life began to shift because he 
finally begin to see things through God's eyes. Another one of my favorite scenes in that movie is when they were in the garden. And, and she walked through the garden. He was with the Holy Spirit, and she walked through the garden, and he said, this is beautiful. And she said, that's not really what you wanted to say. He said, this is a mess. And he finally saw it through her eyes. And she said, yeah, this messes you. Wisdom will teach us to not only look at the mess that's in our life, but wisdom will teach us to look at our mess through God's eyes, and God will see a garden that can be replanted. God will see a garden that can be dug up and cultivated, and God can see a garden that will grow something that's so beautiful. He got mad when he was in the garden, and he said, how can this poison grow next to this beautiful flower? And she said, what you fail to understand is this. The poison from this root mixed with the nectar from this flower create something beautiful. So wisdom teaches us that there is still beauty in the hurting moments. Wisdom teaches us that there is still something good that can come out of what we think is flawed. And so wisdom from wisdom says, hey, God, I'm going to rely on you because you're going to teach me to think before I act, and you're going to show me how to use my failures as a teacher. And you're going to show me that the wisdom and the nuggets that you are teaching me in life are giving me clear guidance from you. They're giving me protection from evil and from evil people who entice me to do evil and from my misleading emotions. Your wisdom, God, is teaching me to have a good self-image. Your wisdom, God, is teaching me that you are making me a whole person of prosperity. And most of all, your wisdom is bringing me good health and a long life. But whenever we take wisdom from wisdom, we always end up in a good situation. Anybody join the line, have any questions or comments or concerns? Anybody want to say good morning to us? Anyone need me to repeat anything? Good morning, Pastor. I mean, um, Apostle Pierre. I good miss- morning. I miss when you said um, wisdom brings clear guidance from God. I miss that scripture. It's Proverbs 3, 21 through 26. Thank you so much. Be blessed. This has been You're awesome. welcome. You as well. Good morning, good Apostle morning. Pierre. Hey, good morning. It's Chris Shonda. How are you today? I'm doing good, Chris Shonda. <laughs> good. So at the towards the end, you said a couple of things that I just want to make sure that I was clear on. But uh, first of all, I should acknowledge that that was an amazing declaration. Thank you so much. Um, you, you said um, the garden that can be replanted, cultivated, and what was the third one? It can be replanted. It can be cultivated. And it. Ooh, what did I say? That was the Holy Spirit. Oh, the garden, dealing with the garden. Yeah, yeah, there was things in the garden that could be replanted, cultivated, and they can be grown into something beautiful. Okay, thank you. I just wanted to say good morning, um, Apostle Pierre. This is Leisha. And, um, good morning, Leisha. It's so good to hear this message, you know, and I, 
I just want to agree with you because I believe what you're saying comes straight from the Holy Spirit because I know as soon as I do what God tells me to do, he just opened up the door for me. As soon as he tells me to give something, I'll be like, God, you sure you want me to walk up to that complete stranger and hand him something? And as soon as I do it, he blessed me. So I know what you're saying is true. So I just wanted to acknowledge and just say good morning to all the saints and, you know, just to, that I'm grateful and that I'm encouraged. So thank you. Thank you. Amen. Good morning, Apostle Pierre. Uh, great morning. declaration this morning. God bless you all this morning. Thank you so much, sir. Anyone else? Good morning, Apostle Pierre. Good morning. It's Moni. Hey. Hey, I heard two voices. That was Moni and who else? Rochelle. Go ahead, Moni. Hey, Rochelle. All right, let's go. Moni, then Rochelle. Oh, no, I was just saying good morning, Apostle Pierre. Oh, good morning. Good morning, Apostle. Um, it's Nurse Nikisha. Great decoration. Very encouraging. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Rochelle, are you still here? Yes, I'm here. Um, so as you talked about three, um, use failure as your teacher, and it will help you gain wisdom. I think you said something after that. Was that a four, or did it go straight into wisdom brings clear guidance from God? It was wisdom brings clear guidance from God. Okay. And then you said with wisdom builds a house, and what establishes it? Uh, that was, let me go back to that scripture. Okay, sorry about that. Oh, no, you're fine. I think that was Proverbs. Give me one second. That's Proverbs 24. Proverbs 24 and 3. Okay. All right. Thank you, Apostle. Thank you, Eric. Um, great declaration, and thank you once again for um, just giving us some clarity, some spiritual clarity on wisdom. So we can't say we don't know, because if you don't know, now you know. Thank you, Apostle Pierre. You're welcome. Hey, good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? This is Didi. I love you. Just wanted to say good morning. Always good to hear you, young man, because you know I could be your mama, but I love, <laughs> I love you, and thank you for speaking wisdom. When you said about the failure, from failure you are wisdom, for me, I used the first marriage, and I used to say, people would tell me, well, don't say you failed, but it was a failure. We didn't make it, so that means we failed, right? But I learned so many things. Um, from that experience, no matter how bad it was, to allow me to be a better, not just a wife, but a better woman, a better mother, and a better friend. And um, just thank you, because you are an amazing person, and I love you, so I thank you so much for your for your love and for pouring into us. Have a wonderful day. I love you. Thank you. Love you as well. Thank you. Good morning, Apostle. Brother, this is uh, good, good morning. Brother E. God bless you, man. Love you. Oh, thank you, man. Bless you as well. Good morning. Uh, this is Mona. 
Um, how you doing, um, Apostle? I am so irritated with myself because I did not make a declaration. And I'm so grateful that we got the play back. Um, but what <laughs> I did here, yes. Because <laughs> I knew you was going to be on. And my brother was like, well, you, guys, you know, I do it. My son had my phone. Make a long story short, he, it went dead over and I woke up irritated. It got it caught the last 15 minutes. But anyway, we'll listen to the playback. But what I did here was truly um, a blessing. Just a little um, 15 minutes I did here. So I just wanted to say good morning, family, and thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Anyone else? Yes. Good morning, Apostle. This is Pat. Good morning. Um, you hey, know, Pat. Hey, um, you said something in John, huh? You, didn't you say something, a passage in John? Yes. Third John. Can I have that one, please? Yes, it's Third John 1 and 3. Okay. okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Anyone else? Anyone else? All right. Well, if not, let's go ahead and I'm going to pray out. Father, we thank you for everything that you have released to us, and we thank you, God, for the nuggets that you have released to us on wisdom. We ask, Father, that even on today, Father, that you will begin to show us how to live in these moments and how to recognize these things. Father, we thank you for defining what true wisdom is for us. And God, we ask that you will give us the capacity to see things from your perspective and to respond accordingly. We thank you that you are bringing us to a place where we rely on you, where we think before we act, where we use failure as our teacher. We thank you, Father, in advance for clear guidance. We thank you for divine protection. We thank you, God, that we will have a good self-image. We thank you, God, that you are even positioning us to be a person of prosperity who lives in good health with long life. Father, we thank you that you are binding the evil one and people who will entice us to do evil things. And, Father, we thank you that you are not going to allow us to be led by emotions. But, God, your word declares unto us that we are to trust in you with all of our hearts and lean not to our own understanding understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge you and you will direct our path. Your word tells us if any man wants wisdom, let him ask of the Father. And so, God, we are asking for your wisdom of how to live this life, of what to do next. Father, we thank you that you are teaching and training us how to not make decisions based off of our emotions, but, Father, how to talk to you because wisdom conversation was always meant to be a conversation between friends. And so, God, you are our friend, and we trust you, and we trust what you say. As we go throughout this day, we speak blessings on your people. Let wonderful surprises meet us. Let great assignments and expectations be our, our shepherd and our guide, Father. We thank you, God, that you are leading us into where you will have us to go for today. Let those that are assigned to bless us walk with us and meet us, Father. Father, we thank you, God, that your hand is ever leading and guiding us, and we thank you that you are leading us into all truth. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you, family, and until we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed and wonderful day. Walk in wisdom. Walk in wisdom. Walk in wisdom. Yeah.
explain to sister.
someone mute your can you mute your line? 